0: Welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. Years ago, I began recording the bedtime stories I told my children every night. Now, we would like to share those stories with you. I hope you enjoy my Stories for Wonderful Children.
1: Alice continued to wonder for many years why it was that they had a family tradition of not selling watches to goblins. She and her father continued to faithfully keep that tradition of not selling watches to goblins, although they did continue to repair watches for goblins. And from time to time a goblin would come in with a watch that was broken for one thing or another, and they would repair it for him or her. The goblins always paid well in large gold coins, and so it was good business to have, as it helped helped them have the money to do things like expand their house and to get someone to help Elise's mommy do things around the house so that she could have time to help with the watchmaking and to help with other things that she enjoyed. But Elise always wondered, she always wondered why, it was. You know they what? Did not sell. I remember the last story about Elise. They're like France was boring. We came home early. <laughs> oh, glad you liked that. Um, she wondered for many years until about three years after our last story, Elise turned eighteen, and her daddy made an announcement. He said, Elise, now that you are 18 and you are grown-up, I have decided that I want to retire and give my shop to you so that you can continue our watchmaking tradition. And so on her birthday, her daddy, after they had had cake and ice cream, they had all sung songs, sung Happy Birthday and their other favorite songs, daddy took her to the shop and he gave her three keys he said here they are and Elise took them and she looked at them for a minute and there was a big gold key and she recognized that as being the front door to the shop and there was a smaller silver key and she recognized that as being the key to the back door to the shop but then there was a third key it was very small, was just about as small as sort of the tip of her smallest finger. And it was made of a deep black stone. She thought maybe onyx or ebony. And she said, Daddy, what is this key to? And he said, I don't know. She said, what? He said, I don't know. When my daddy gave me the keys, he gave me those three keys, and he told me I would have to find out for myself what the black key did, and I never found out. Well, Elise's daddy still intended to work watchmaking, but just when he felt like it, and he felt like the first week or so he was going to let Elise run the shop by herself, and he was just going to stop in whenever he was in the mood. Well... About three days after she took over working working the shop, Elise was one day sitting at the counter when a bell on the door rang. And she looked up and there was a little girl walking in. The little girl was about eight years old. And she said that she had come to buy a watch and that she had birthday money. And she put her money out on the counter and Elise counted it and said well I'll show you the watches you can buy with that money and the little girl said I want a pink one and Elise said well I think we might have one she went out and got the tray of watches that were not real expensive she showed them to the girl there were a the blue one there was a pink one and a green one and there was um, a gold one and a silver one and the girl said I want the pink one and Elise gave her the pink one and then the little girl took it and left now Elise took the tray of watches back to the counter but as she was getting ready to slide them in where they went she noticed something odd there underneath where the tray had been that she had pulled out there was a small hole she looked at it for a minute it was a hole that had sort of a round part and then sort of a little slot to it she looked at it for a minute she thought You know, that looks an awful lot like a keyhole. She thought, I wonder, and she took out the black onyx key and she stuck it in the hole, and it turned. And when it turned, a secret compartment opened that had been hidden under the tray. Elise leaned her head forward and peered in. It was dark in there, but she thought she could see something glinting in the bottom of the hole. She reached in, and she reached all the way down to the bottom, and her fingers touched something. It was smooth and warm. She wrapped her hand around it and pulled it out, and she saw that it was an old, old old-fashioned pocket watch. It was the most unusual beautiful watch Elise had ever seen. It was entirely black. And as with all watches, there were 12 lines around the face of the watch. One time, um, today we, me and Diana were reading a book and there were things wrong in the book and you had to figure it out. uh And there was this page where the clock numbers were upside down. Oh, well the thing that was weird about this watch is that there were no numbers on the watch. Instead, the 12 little things pointed to letters. The letters were J, F, M, A, M, J, J, A, S, O, N, and D. Elise looked at it for a minute. She thought, that is the strangest watch I've ever seen. As she stood there, She also noticed that the hands on the watch were hardly moving at all. She thought it must be broken, or maybe it just needs wound. She looked for the little winding knob. She couldn't see it. She put the tray of watches down that she'd been holding and looked at it more carefully. She looked and noticed that the black watch had a hole in the side of it. As she looked at it, she realized that it looked familiar. It looked just like the hole in the secret compartment. She got out the black key and stuck it inside of the watch. It fit perfectly. She twisted it just a tiny bit. And when she did, she heard the bell on the door ring. She looked up. A little girl was coming in. It was the same little girl. The little girl walked up and put her money on the table. She said, I got money for my birthday, and I want a pink watch. Elise said, but didn't I just sell you a pink watch? The little girl said, I've never been in here before. Elise looked down at this tray of watches. The pink watch was indeed back on the tray. She sold it to the girl again. She thought, what in the world? She looked down at the black watch. Hmm. she twisted it to wind it up again she twisted it a good long twist so that the hand on the watch went backwards she twisted it and she saw that suddenly her father was sitting there in the watch shop he looked up he said elise where'd you come from you just left to go help your mother she said daddy Are you helping out today? He said, helping out? What are you talking about, Elise? She thought for a minute. She thought, this is very confusing. She said, Daddy, how old am I? He said, don't be silly, Elise. You're 16. She said, oh. She said, I'll be back in a bit, Daddy. She walked out of the watch shop. She looked at the watch. She went out to a field where no one else was around. It was a beautiful summer day and the hand on the watch was pointing to one of the j's she twisted it back until it was pointing to the d again she looked up the field was cold and snowy and it was winter she tried again she twisted it back to the o and the field now had falling leaves and all the trees were turning red and yellow she twisted it back further all the way back to April and suddenly the field was covered with spring flowers that were just coming up she thought this watch this watch went you move the hands those hands aren't minutes those hand are months this watch moves me back in time she twisted it forward again until it was about the right number of turns to be back in the same day she looked back and went back to the watch room and sat and thought for a minute She thought, you know, this is how I can find the answer. This is how I can find out why we don't sell watches to goblins. She put the watch carefully into the secret compartment and closed the secret compartment. She decided that she would take a trip through time on the next day and she would go back in time until she met great 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 grandfather the one who she and her father thought had first made the rule that the family did not sell watches to goblins and she would ask him so that she would know but that night she locked up the shop and went home to dinner with her mommy and daddy she got a good night's sleep because she wanted to be awake bright and early the next day to take her trip
0: your time. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but questions and witty commentary were supplied by my children. The music was created by Brandon Thompson. If you enjoy the show, please tell someone about it or leave a review on your podcast provider. Our website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com, and you can also find us on most social media. I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story.